Hello, ladies, and welcome to the Purity After Promiscuity podcast. It's your host, Janelle Renee, and I'm so excited for you guys to be here with me this Friday, the day that we come together, the day we we, um, just come in our community and we just continue to uplift, encourage um, each other. Um, I know that you guys listen to me, but I'm sure you guys are discussing what you guys have heard on the podcast. You're um, sharing it with people. So you guys are just as important and just as valuable and just as proactive in this thing we are in this together you guys are queens you guys are worthy and you guys are needed i need you guys just as much as you guys may need what i'm going to say the content that i release this is a mutual relationship here okay this is not one-sided we are in this together every time you share every time you talk about it every time you apply something every time you receive some type of revelation an answer prayer you go to god you get closer to god whatever it is i'm telling you it matters and you matter so i just want to thank you all for just being so consistent for rocking with me for this is our 17th episode this week super excited really didn't know we were gonna make it here but i'm thankful okay and to my new listeners come on just come right on in like come in get comfortable get your cup of tea your cup of coffee it depends on what time of the day it is for you get your cup of wine and let's go you know like because this is what we do this is a safe space this is a place where you can be comfortable candid transparent open you don't have to worry about judgment here judgment free zone um and this is a place for you to get your healing come on we're here to redefine our worth as women so this is what we're gonna do and sometimes that mean we gotta go into those deep places we gotta go into those ugly spaces we got to be honest with ourselves but we do it in love because all of us are need to help in something none of us are perfect we're just continuing to evolve and grow and mature and heal and become whole it's a process and the process is never ending right like there is no arrival until until the day of the lord so we're just here becoming the better versions of ourselves daily right better than we were yesterday the goal is not to be in compete competition with anyone else or to compare ourselves to someone else's process and journey the goal is to be consistent to our own process which can be hard so um, i just want to say welcome thank you all for joining um you guys are the best I appreciate each and every one of you. Every time um, I just see the podcast grow, more streams, more listeners, every time you subscribe, every time you share, it is blessing me. That that is that is what keeps me going. Seriously, you guys have no idea. But uh, I just want to say you guys are appreciated. New listeners, thank you for coming and joining. Consistent, loyal listeners, thank you. Thank you for rocking. Thank you for being, you know, consistent. Thank you for having, you know, just the, um, just inviting me into your life, you know, each and every week. Just, just having me come in and to sit with you and to even be, be considering what I have to say to be valuable, you know, and also for my new listeners, because again, we women, we busy, we got schedules, we got lives, we got obligations and responsibilities. So I don't take it for granted coming and listening to a podcast from anywhere from 40 to, you know, 
50 minutes an hour that's a big deal and I don't take it for granted and for whatever amount of time that you guys allow me into your life thank you I just want to say you the real MVP and so uh I just you know I just think it's very important to always acknowledge and to be grateful right to acknowledge people for what they contribute to your life it's not always about what I'm giving to you through this contact content it's about you guys are pouring into me as well right every time you guys consistently listen or every time a new listener come and and, and stream the podcast you guys are adding value to me so I just want you guys to know that I appreciate you and thank you for every time you guys invite me into your life and listen to this content content and I hope it blesses you I hope that it is adding value to your life, is bringing clarity, it is encouraging, empowering you, that is keeping you going. I hope that it is just building you up, that is helping you to um, identify areas where you can redefine your worth, helping you to um, discover your identity, your purpose, um, helping to you know bring clarity to areas that maybe you didn't have really understanding what was going on, helping you to heal in some way, um, and adding value. That is the goal for me. So. Um, um, again, just thank you guys. I, I just, I just feel that in my spirit today, y'all. I just feel like this today is a day to just give thanks, right? Just to really be grateful and thankful, even if it's for the small things. It's so easy for us to be grateful and thankful for the major things, right? It's so easy, you know, when you get that major blessing or you have that major, you know, opportunity or you have that major, you know, um, you know, shift in your life, you know, or when it's just something big, it's so easy to be like, oh, I'm so grateful. So thank you. Thank you, Lord. You know, I, you know, and just and really truly have um, an attitude of gratitude and truly be grateful from your heart. But how about being grateful for the small things? How about being grateful for the things that may not be significant or may not have a, a, a huge impact, right? Or may not be life changing, or how about just being grateful just because? Because what I'm noticing is that when you really are securing yourself and you hold and you have gone through your healing and you have um, redefined your worth, you know, your value, your identity, it is so much easier to have, be happy to have a good attitude, to be grateful, to be joyful, right? Like you would just wake up and and just have a smile on your face and just be grateful that you woke up. And when we're in situations where life is testing and trying us, we're going through trials, tribulation, we're being persecuted, we're suffering, we're being tormented, life ain't fair because how many of us know life just can be unfair sometimes, right? Um, or, you know, when we're going through a hard season, when things are not going the way we expected, when we're losing things, you know, when we're going through difficulty and all of that, it is so much more difficult to maintain that same energy, right? To keep that same energy, because a lot of times we allow our circumstances to dictate where we are, how we feel. What we, how we how we think about ourselves, how we think about life, right? We allow our circumstances to shape and mold and dictate 
uh, excuse that I think it's a helicopter or something I know you guys may hear it in the background because um, I'm sitting outside um, enjoying this Florida morning um, it's beautiful um, but needless to say, um, it, it's really difficult, right? It's so difficult. Like I know it's been, it was difficult for me. Like I know in, in, in the season when I was like really in that dark place and I was struggling y'all. I, I mean, the struggle is real. Like today's episode really is, that's our, that's going to be our, our title for today. Today's episode is called the struggle is real because it is, I don't care who you are. The struggle is real. It's real when you feel like everything is falling apart. Life is coming against you. You know, you're being, you know, persecuted on every side. You're struggling. You're suffering. You're going through. You're being downtrodden. and you're being oppressed. You know, like everything is literally like just falling apart. You feel like you just can't even make it. Like, like life really has just taken a turn for the worse. And you find yourself in the middle of a, of a dark place. Right. And, it is not easy to think, oh, I want to be grateful. Oh, I want to be, you know, I want to be joyful. I want to be happy. You know, it's, it's not easy because a lot of times when we're in those places, those places can consume our mind. Because those places, it's real. Life is real. Like, in no way do we want to sit here and dismiss when life happens because it happens to everybody and it's real and it's hard and it hurts right and and my life you know situation or the way life hits me may not hit you the same but that don't mean that it's not just as difficult it is not or that it's not just as painful or it's not just as debilitating because sometimes life can hit you so hard it can literally be so catastrophic that it or it, it just debilitates you it paralyzes you it literally can break you down almost so you feel like you're nothing. And that is real. So I just want to stop and take a moment and say, sis, if that's you, if you're in that place or you know someone in that place, have compassion on yourself. If it's you, be gracious with yourself. But then if it's not you, but it's someone, you know, have compassion and be gracious to them. Show some empathy because real is real. And life gets real and life can be happening on different stages at the same time for different people. You may be in your in your season that you're reaping a harvest, that everything is going great, that you're getting your opportunities that you desire, the desires of your heart, your open doors. You got your relationship. You know, you got your career. You done went through your healing. You hold, you know, your worth. You killing it. You know what, sis? I'm happy for you and congratulations and you deserve it right but on the flip side it could be your friend your neighbor your family member your co-worker someone you know right it could be someone you know who at the same time you're in your season of harvest and you're in your season of blessing and you're in your season of favor that they in a season of struggle right because the struggle is real and oftentimes we can we can ignite you. I don't even want to say ignore, but we can be inconsiderate, right? Of the fact that just because we are in a season of joy, a season of blessing and prosperity, a season of goodness, right? Just a season where everything is just like just going amazing that someone else at the same time could be in their lowest 
in their low season. They can be in the pit. They can be in darkness. They can be in their season of testing. They can be in their season of breaking and shaking. They can be in their season, right, that where they're in a dark place. And we need to be able to have empathy, right? And we need to be able to to have grace for those people who may be in a dark season and who may feel seem like they're being negative or who may seem like they're depressed or who may seem like, you know, they 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 given up or they they don't have faith or who may seem like, you know, they just they they're not happy and you know, they not they're not celebrating you and you know, they just, you know, they they doing too much and you know, they just tripping. Whatever however we may view the situation from the outside cuz you never know until you're in those shoes. But I want to say, again, the struggle is real. So be gracious. Be gracious, sis. As women, we can be we can be treacherous. You know, we can be catty. We can be jaded, right? We, we, we really can, you know, because that spirit of competition is real. That spirit of comparison. And because I, I feel like a lot of it can be conditioned. We may come from, you know, it could be culture. It could be society. It could be our community. It could be our family background that that kind of we have that learned behavior of that can that competition and comparison. Like I got to do better than her. I got to have more than her. I got to be prettier than her. My body got to be better than her. You know what I mean? Like I got to have a better man than her. I got to have a better life than her. I got to have a better platform than her her in order for you to feel better about yourself because I find that when we get to that place where we are so focused on trying to prove something to other people or even try to prove something to ourselves by trying to be um, just comparing and competing with other people and outdoing other people and even being unscrupulous in that trying to usurp people in the in do by doing things that are you know negative or things that are unethical or immoral or things that's just like it's just not right like you know you just being on some trash like you for them streets like you willing to pull somebody else down. You willing to, you know, um, spread somebody else's dirty laundry. You willing to put somebody else on blast just to make yourself feel better. That lets me know, and most other people know, that since you're not healed. Since you're not healed. Since you're insecure. Because when you really have discovered your identity and you have defined your worth and your value... Your circumstances and nobody else's circumstances could ever take away from your identity, your value, and who you are. And your circumstances certainly don't define your value. But oftentimes, we are coming from a place of brokenness. And as women, we are so um, brainwashed with social media and culture and media and all these things that tell us that we need to reach a certain level. Like we have to reach a certain pinnacle in order to have arrived or in order to be worthy, in order to be valued, in order to, you know, be to 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 have a certain number of followers to, in order to be a, a to have a certain level of influence or for you to just reach some a certain level of some type of accomplishment that you have to go through these different things and you have to reach these certain heights that you have to do you know have this certain number that you you have to have accomplished this or you have to have that and it's like all that's doing is creating a false sense of security because what happens when you don't reach it 
What's, what happens if you don't get that those number of followers? What happens if you don't get that job? What happens if you don't make that amount of money? What happens if your body just doesn't look like that? What happens? Then now you go and you start beating yourself up. And you start feeling like you're less than and you're not worthy. And now you don't need other people to try to come against you to put their labels, their lives on you and tear you down. You tear yourself down because you're trying to uh, you're trying to acquire. You're trying to, you know, accomplish a certain status going about it by the standard that society has placed on you and never questioning. Is this standard even real? What is this standard even It doesn't even matter, right? Like, what difference do it make? But oftentimes, we see things and it looks so glamorous. It looks so, like, amazing. You know, we see people's lives on social media and it just looks like a fairy tale. And I mean, let's keep it real. Like, I know I see it too. And I'm not going to lie and say that my, my mind don't wonder. Like, dang, I wonder what it would be like if I. You know what I mean? And that's okay. But what is what's not okay is when you you see those things, you see these people's platforms, and you decide now that you have to switch up your whole life and change up everything because you now are wanting to become what you see. Instead of worrying about becoming who you are and who you're called to be. And so I just feel like we don't have enough compassion when other people are struggling and they're in a low place. And maybe they not, you know, don't have the opportunity that you have. Maybe they don't have, you know, the support that you have. Maybe they don't have the faith that you have, you know, like, let's keep it real. And for us as Christians, like, let's stop beating up on our fellow, you know, sisters in Christ, maybe whose faith ain't where ours at, or maybe who ain't spiritually mature like we are. Like, come on now, we're all at different degrees, degrees of spirituality right and different degrees of spirit degrees of spiritual maturity the struggle is real like everybody not in the same level in no aspect of life right everybody not gonna be in the same level in their career you know in um you know in in whatever it is where wherever you are in your life you know whatever season whatever phase whatever stage you are in everybody not there everybody don't have the same mindset everybody don't have even the same information right? Everybody don't have the same exposure. Everybody don't have the same teaching. And that goes for just being, just living life in the world. And that goes for us as Christians in our Christian walk. Everybody don't have the same revelation. Everybody don't have the same type of relationship with God. So we got to stop beating each other up and tearing each other down and, and judging each other, right? Because Because so-and-so, your sister, may not be as mature as you because she's just not even on the same level as you. It don't make you any better, her any less. It just means we we on different levels. Let let, Let me be on my level and let me accomplish what I need to accomplish. Grow where I need to grow. Learn where I need to learn on my level so I can come and get to your level, right? But don't look down on me because you've already passed my level and you on your level. Because then there's going to be somebody who is on a higher level than you. But if we could stop being so concerned about, you know, 
where we are in order to make ourselves be better and just focus on who we are, who we're called to be, where we're going, the areas of our own life where we need healing, the areas of our own life where we're struggling and to become the best versions of us and then helping other people along to what the, along the way. Since when you in a higher, if you in a, in a higher level, if you're in a place and you're further along and your sister is behind you, you should be trying to go back and, and, and take her and grab her up and help her to come where you are but it's so hard for us as women especially when it comes to relationships and men because there is just this subconscious competition going on where yes we know that it may statistically you know when you look at the at the numbers right that it may not be as many available men um for available women however so for some reason that automatically tells us in our mind that oh I got to compete with these other women to get this man. So then you get to that. I'm willing to do what I got to do to get this man. Right. Or that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take all of my energy and focus on being what I think I need to be or what I think I should be in order to get this man. Right. It becomes this whole, you know, just just this consuming process of trying to outdo someone else your body look better your pictures look better your 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 this or that your hair your makeup your nails or this or that you know your outfit your swag whatever it is gotta look better gotta be better i gotta prove to him i gotta show him my worthy sis no let me tell you something i'm all for you know presenting your best self right and living your best life like period but let that be who you are just because that's who you are. Don't let it be attached to an agenda because you're trying to get a man. Because this is what takes away from our worth and our value. This is what takes away from our identity. And this is what takes away from our focus. Because we're so focused on other things. Things that matter, but things that do not matter in the sense that they're not going to make us or break us. Having a man is not going to make you any less a woman. It's not going to make you any less worthy. It's not going to make you any less valuable. But until you discover those things on your own, you're going to keep thinking that getting a man and a marriage and a relationship is going to be the thing that's going to bring you worth and bring you value and bring you your identity because you don't recognize that you're supposed to have those things first. And this is why we can see certain women that we think in our minds, like how she get that man or how she get married. You know what I'm saying? Because let's keep it real. We think that. I know I thought it. We think that. And but we don't recognize that maybe she just healed. It don't got necessarily got to be what she looked like on the outside. Maybe her inside dope. You feel me? Like maybe her inside dope. Like maybe her spirit dope. Maybe her soul dope. You know, maybe she healed. Maybe she whole. Maybe she confident. Maybe she she knows her identity, right? Maybe she knows how to honor and submit to a man. Come on, let that part though. And see, because that's what any real man, any whole man, healed man, and any true man of God, that's what they're going to be attracted to. The out, outer shell, if she fine, if she fabulous, that's the bonus. Because we know the Bible say beauty is fleeting. So again, you can look good today, sis. But as the years go on, those things, you know, we know that, come on, we know they say black don't crack. 
However, over time, your body just going to start breaking down because we're human beings. We have a lifespan. You can do everything you you can to ensure that you're healthy, that you keep up with, you know, um, your physical body, you know, that you continue to, you know, um, just honor your body, honor yourself and do everything you can do in order to maintain your health, to maintain your youth, your vigor and all that. And it will work to an extent. However, it's just going to be a time where you're not, you may not be able to do those things like you used to or even at all. And you got to have something more than the outer shell, than an outer appearance to be able to keep and maintain a marriage. But oftentimes we're consumed with what we look like on the outside. And since again, I ain't saying just don't focus on that or don't put energy into that. You should do that, but you should do it for you. Because what if you never get a man? Are you just going to give up, let yourself go, just not care about your health, not be intentional, not value yourself? Because the way you treat yourself is connected to your identity, it's connected to your value, it's connected to your worth, unless it's con- connected to an, an impure motive, right? Again, sometimes our motive is we're doing this for a particular reason like we want a man or we want an opportunity we want to get attention we want to be seen we want to idolize our body you know whatever it is those are those are uh, impure motives right that is just nothing more than your pride and your ego you trying to just um just really flaunt yourself really and just make yourself an idol right that is not that's not healthy but you doing it for you because you want to be healthy or you doing it for you because you understand the value of you taking care of the one body that you have and you want it to last and you want it to be, you know, to, to, to be strong and you you want to actually, you know, be healthy and, and not have to deal with certain diseases and not have to deal with certain ailments and certain, you know, um, illnesses that come along with being unhealthy right you understand the value of if you take care of your body your body will take care of you you understand the value of keeping your body and offering it as a living sacrifice unto god because it's your reasonable service you understand the value of that your body is the temple of where holy spirit dwells so you understand that me caring for my body and me taking care of my body and me being healthy and me prioritizing my health is really a part of me glorifying God, right? That is a healthy motive. Because that's not attached to acquiring something. That's attached to honoring yourself and honoring God. Because that means whatever your circumstance is, it's not going to change how you view yourself. And it's not going to change how you move. But when your motive is attached to something, and then that something don't go the way you thought or you don't get that something. Now you're subject to to fall off. So it's like we have to do better at understanding our motives and understanding our lane and understanding. Yes, the struggle is real because I struggle. I struggle often. If I'm honest, I'm struggling right now. I'm struggling with what my body look like. It's not necessarily because, oh, I'm trying to compare myself or I'm seeing all these other women, you know, with these nice bodies and stuff. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I see that. And I'm like, dang, you know, I wish my body still looked like that, you know. But at the end of the day, I'm struggling with the way my body looked because of me. Because I don't like it. Because I liked it better when I was a size six. Now, I'm I'm too old at this point to, to be a size six. 
I just maybe want to be back to a 10 maybe. And I'm not too far away. And and maybe the way my body look may not be a, you know, it may not be a problem for someone else, but it, it's something that I don't like. So now I know it's something I need to change, but I'm not doing it because, oh, I got to do it because, oh, so I can get some attention or so I can post better pics on Instagram or so I can get a man because right now I'm single and I'm not dating and I'm not necessarily interested. If it happens, I'm open, but that's not where my mind is focused because I'm still healing. Because the last thing I want to do is get into a relationship or start trying to build a relationship. And I know that I'm going to bring still my wounds and still bring my unhealed trauma and potentially sabotage or even hurt him. So it's like, that's not even my focus. My focus is me, right? My physical outer healing is really very connected to my inner healing. Because I want to be healed and whole on the inside, I want that reflected on my outside. I want to feel good about me. I want to get up and look in the mirror and and feel like, like I love me. I love what I see. That's my motive. I'm not trying to compare myself to somebody else. That's them. My body may not never look like that. I had three kids and my my children, when I had them, they blew my body out. Okay. Like I had two kids over nine pounds and I gained like almost a hundred pounds with each pregnancy, literally, because um, the doctor said my particular metabolism when I get pregnant almost shuts down. So it don't even matter if I don't barely eat anything. I'm still gaining weight. And a lot of it, I gain a lot of water weight as well. I'd be very swollen. So it's like I'd be like looking like Professor Clump. And about pregnancy where you got other women they look so beautiful so joyful like they ain't gained a pound you know what i'm saying they glowing and all that that wasn't my story but i understand that so it's not for me to compare myself to the next woman it's to say okay this is my lane this is what i experienced this is my reality now how can i take this reality and how can i mold it and shape it into what i want it to be or where it's more suitable or more or or that's going to be more beneficial for me because I got a bunch of stretch marks, sis. Okay, let's, and, and guess what? I don't know. I'm not into doing a bunch of different, you know, uh, treatments that I'm not sure about. I do the natural stuff. Like I use shea butter. I use shea butter soap. I use natural, all pure shea butter on my body. You know, I would do cocoa butter. But as far as like some of these other, you know, things that's on the market to help get rid of stretch marks that may have certain chemicals and things, toxins in it, nah, I'm not about to do that. So at the end of the day, I got to be comfortable with I may just have stretch marks the rest of my life. I got to be okay with that. The struggle is real. And it take me it's taken me a long time to even be comfortable with that. To understand like, hey, I got stretch marks. And the man for me, he going to have to love these stretch marks. But first, I got to love these stretch marks. You know? And also, I got scars. I got physical scars. I got physical scars that you can see, and then I have scars that you can't see physically. You know, I have trauma, right? I have wounds, right? I have those scars, but then I also have physical scars on my body, you know, like I keloid. And I had a breast reduction back in 2014. And unfortunately, my incisions keloided. When I tell you, if I had any little bit of self-confidence, 
after that happened and they keloided like that, it, it literally dwindled to nothing. Like when I say I was so insecure, um, behind my scars, come on now, scars on your boobs. Like now, scars somewhere else, and I could probably be like look at look over it, but scars on your breast. It was like so exacerbating to my insecurity because I'm already struggling with my body type, with my identity, with my value, with my worth. You know, I'm already struggling with my physical appearance and all of these things. So now you add some really nice size scars that have keloided on the incisions on my breast. Y'all, I never wanted no man to see me. Like, no, that wasn't even an option. It was like, uh-uh, nope. Because I was so humiliated. I was so embarrassed. And then I remember being in my last relationship. And I was just like really not on that. You know what I'm saying? I did not want him to see my breasts. I, I just continued to try to make excuses. I continued to, you know, just try to avoid it. To keep my shirt on. To do all of these things. And he like, what are you doing? You know, he like, why do you have on clothes? You know, take take that off. You know, and FYI, we were Stone Cold sinning, and there's no excuse for it, and I don't condone it by any stretch of the imagination. We were fornicating. But, like, again, I'm just going to keep it 100 with you guys, though. That's what that's what, that's what this podcast, that's what we do. We keep it all the way 100. We ain't sugarcoating nothing. We ain't about to, you know, lie. We ain't about to, you know, hold nothing back because that's not beneficial. It's not helpful. So, anyway, he would be like, take that off take your shirt off what are you doing why are you got these clothes on like and I'm like because no 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 so I would make up all these excuses so finally one day we had a conversation because he was trying to understand it like why what is your problem like I love you Uh, I don't care what it is like what do you what is why do you feel like you know it's so bad or you know why do you feel like you know you got to cover up and you got to hide yourself like I love you for you I'm going you sexy you I'm going to be attracted to you no matter what like you know so he was trying to you know he was trying to help me to understand that this insecurity that I had and this this issue that I was afraid of and that I felt was a big deal was only that in my own mind it wasn't even that to him so finally when I got to the place where I ended up you know uncovering myself he was just like you tripping like girl girl bye you like you doing all this and it's for nothing like i listen you sexy it don't matter i'm gonna x y and z and blah 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 and but again that's something that i had to overcome for me right it didn't bother him he was cool but at the end of the day it bothered me so that's something i gotta deal with because the struggle is real right So I got scars. I got other scars on my body. And I have to learn how to love my scars. Otherwise, I'm going to always be insecure. I'm going to always have self-doubt. I'm going to always think I'm not worthy because I'm going to always create my scars and my and my stretch marks, you know, whatever it may be that I look as as a defect. I'm always going to create a bigger scenario in my own mind. It's going to prevent, it's going to become a barrier for me accepting me for me and accepting me totally and loving me totally. So my focus on myself and my inner healing and and me wanting to become uh, more healthy on the outside is all about me. 
Because I got to learn to love me first if I expect somebody else to love me. And I also got to love me first if I can, if I'm going to extend love to others, if I'm going to extend love to my sisters, I got to love me first. The struggle was real because since I be struggling, I be struggling because sometimes I do wish I didn't get the breast reduction. So I didn't have these scars. I'm going to be honest. I do wish that sometimes I do wish that I didn't have to go through the certain things that I had to go through in my life and have these certain experience to have these physical scars, which is, it's like, it's a reminder. And I view the scars as ugly. And to me, it's, it's another, it has been another thing that I had to, tr- that I got to try to overcompensate for. That I got to try to make up for in another way to almost, you know, to try to cover up this, this blemish that I have, Right. The struggle is real. But don't look at me and don't judge me. Don't doubt me because, you know, I don't look at myself and I ain't been working out or, you know, I ain't been intentional about or I haven't learned how to love myself completely yet and stuff because that's it's my process. If you if, if you have gotten to the place where you you're whole, you love you flaws and all you love you and you, whatever scars you have that are internal, that are outward, external, whatever. And you're in a, and you're in that place. Just be grateful and thankful that you're there. But don't look down on those of us who are not yet because it's a process. The struggle is real and we're all on different levels. We're all at different places, right? In different and in, in different areas. And I know as women, it's, it's so important for us to really learn how to build each other up. And, uh, and when we have accomplished, you know, in an area, when we, have a, when we have gotten to a place where we have, you know, grown in the area, matured in the area, we have overcome in an area, instead of, you know, viewing ourselves as high and mighty, instead of us putting ourselves on some type of pedestal, how about we reach back and go pick up our sister? How, how about we, we give a helping hand? How about we pour into someone else who, who may be going through what we, what we, what you used to have be going through that may be at that place that you used to be. How about helping her? How about praying for her? How about encouraging her? How about lifting her up? How about, yeah, you may see that she insecure about how she look. You may see that she's struggling in that area. How about, how about reaching out to her and telling, and telling her she's beautiful? telling her she's amazing maybe a a girl is struggling on your job maybe she is new and she's just starting and she is in a and she's in that place that you used to be when you first got hired at the company maybe you've advanced maybe you've gotten to the next level maybe you're you're in management now whatever the case may be but you see her and you understand the struggle right because you used to be there why don't you go and encourage her why don't you give her some tips help her right what, in whatever capacity that you can lend a helping hand, instead of looking at someone and judging them and talking about them and degrading them, you know, gossiping and slandering, because we good for that, y'all. And us Christians is good for, you know, gossiping and slandering and, and, and trying to package it as praying. Oh, I, I just, you know, we just need to pray. Come on now. God knows our heart. It's all about motive. What is your intention for saying it? What is your intention for 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 discussing that person's business or that person's shortcomings or that person's issue with with this other person? What is your motive? Right. 
So we got to stop all this fakery. We got to stop all the foolishness. And we, if we really want to be a, a strong community, and if we really want to see any real um, change in our community, we have to really become more gracious, more compassionate, more loving, more understanding. We have to have more empathy, right? Because everybody not at the same place. And I even have to remind myself of that. Like, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of when I'm having a conversation with someone and, you know, I recognize that they just don't get it. You know, they just ain't, they just don't get it. Or they're still struggling with something. Or they still, you know, are ignorant in the area. You know, or they still haven't received the revelation yet. You know, I'm guilty of, like, being frustrated and irritated with that person. But God had to check me, like... He don't deal with everybody at the same time at, in the same way, first of all. And as parents, we should know that because we don't deal with our children all the same. Like all my kids are different ages. I have a 20-year-old. I have a 15-year-old and a 9-year-old. I don't deal with my 20-year-old like I deal with my 9-year-old. And I don't deal with my 15-year-old like I deal with my 20-year-old. They're at different degrees of life. They're in different stages. They're at different levels, right? Different phases of different of development. So I have to deal with each of them on their level. God is like that with us. So he don't He don't require what we require from people. And that's funny because we'll be judge and juror. We'll, we'll make it seem like it's it's a it's a it's a mandate or it's a must or it's a requirement for a person to to be at a certain level of maturity right or a certain level of understanding or a certain level of development just because we are and it's like no sis scale back come back come back calm down no that is your level God is always dealing with people on their level he meets you where you are he don't expect you to be he don't expect you to be a babe in Christ, just got saved yesterday, but you already being spiritually mature and knowing and having all the understanding and revelation and, 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 and all of that. Like he ain't, that's not what he's expecting. He's expecting for you to still be requiring milk, right? And he's going to deal with you on a milk level as an infant. Soon a baby pop out of the womb, we don't go trying to give it meat. No, we give it milk because it's a process because it's at a level where all it can intake, all it can ingest, all it can process, all it can break down is milk. So that's what we give them. And then as they advance, as time goes on and as they grow, develop and mature, then next thing you know, we may start introducing some baby food, but it's still, it's still not solid, right? So then that's the next level. And then, okay, after you be on a, on that level for so long, then you advance, you mature, you grow, your system is developing more. Now you can handle stuff with a little more consistency. Now you start getting a little more, you may start getting some solids. You may start getting that baby food, that baby food that had little chunks of meat in it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a process. In the same way that it's a process for an infant to be born and have to go through these different stages in order to be able to consume and to ingest and break down and process certain things in certain in certain places, in certain moments of the, the process and in their development, it's the same way for us as humans. It's the same way for us as Christians. We are all at different processes and we can only handle what we can handle where we are in our process. So since you may be able to get meat, but then your your sister, she may still be on milk. It's okay. It's okay. Love her where she at. Let her love you where you at. And let if you are able to help her to 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 
to advance, if you're able to help her to grow, then do that. But let's stop, let's stop pulling each other down. Let's stop judging each other, breaking each other down, comparing ourselves with one another, competing. Let's do more loving each other. The Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. It's love, y'all. Love is what breaks barriers. Love that love is is what is it, it it's what endures. It's what bears. It what it's what hopes. It's the one thing that never fails. Love. It's the greatest between hope, faith, and love. Love is the greatest. But it's so hard to extend love outward if you haven't extended love to yourself inwardly. If you don't love you, you're not going to be able to love people. The Bible says. Love your neighbor as yourself. Keyword, as yourself. Do you love yourself? The struggle is real. If I'm honest, I don't love myself all the time. And there used to be a time I didn't love myself at all. And it's days where I feel confident that, you know, I'm loving me. I love who I am. I love who I'm becoming. I love what I see. And then there's other days where that inner critic starts speaking, that doubt starts that doubt starts speaking you know my past starts speaking and then I gotta fight you know I gotta fight I gotta war with that I gotta war with those with that self-doubt I gotta war with that self-sabotage right I gotta war with that insecurity I gotta war with that low self-esteem so I can continue to progress and move forward because the struggle is real but if you stay committed and stay consistent you can overcome and you can become. And that's what it's all about. It's just being consistent to your process in your lane, in your time. You're not on somebody else's timetable. Yeah, they maybe they did it in a maybe their process was short. You know, maybe they were able to do it quick to do it quickly. Maybe they were it was able to happen, you know, in a short amount of time for them. Maybe that's just their process. But that doesn't this that 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 has that has that doesn't discredit your process and your time. So what your process may take a little time. So what you may struggle more in a certain area. So what? That's okay. Just be committed and consistent to your process and your timing in your lane. And you will find that you're going to become that woman that you are supposed to be and that you desire to be because you are focusing on the things that you need to do. And you are taking what you learn and you are taking what you've acquired and you are taking what you're discovering. And now you are extending it to someone else so someone else can grow and they can get mature. And next thing you know, your whole circle, y'all killing it. Your whole community, y'all killing it. Because you're not just taking everything and storing it up and hoarding it up for yourself. You're being generous and you're helping other people and you're allowing other people to eat from the fruit of of what you've accomplished, right? That's how we build community. That's how we build strong community. And if we can get to that level where we are more gracious and kind and compassionate and loving with ourselves first, then we can extend that to, to others. And then we will start to see change. But the moment we think mocking someone, degrading them, belittling them, tearing them down, you know, um, 
blaming them, you know, ostracizing them, whatever the things that we do, gossiping about them, trying to dictate to them, you know, and tell them about themselves, all of that, that doesn't get no, you get, listen, you get more bees with honey, right? That ain't going to help the situation and make no difference. It's going to make it worse. But sometimes what we do is we treat people how we treat ourselves. And maybe that's how we talk to ourselves. Maybe, maybe we, maybe we, we, we bad talk ourselves. Maybe we, you know, talk very harsh and very negatively to ourselves. So in turn, we talk like that to others. The struggle is real. Let's be honest here. I know I'm guilty. I talk to myself. Oh, if y'all can hear the conversations I have with myself about myself, y'all would be like, girl, how do you get on this podcast and try to encourage and, you know, empower and, and help us and insist, look how you be talking to you. So it start with me. I gotta, I gotta be intentional. I gotta catch myself. I gotta rewire the way I think about me and the way I talk about me before I can be able to get out here to help and talk to one of you guys. The reason why I get up every week and I have different things to talk about is because that's what I'm experiencing in the moment. And right now I'm in the moment where the struggle is real. I've been wavering. My faith has been wavering. I've been doubting some things. You know, I've been contemplating what would it look like if I went back like let's keep it real listen the struggle is real I don't care who you are you can be a Christian a non-Christian believe in something else the struggle is real no matter what and when we begin to acknowledge that and when we begin to understand that that is okay and we can take a moment and step back and say all right what do I need to do to help me to continue to stay stay the course Right. What do I need to do to help me to be able to stay focused and to and to continue to move forward? Right. And not to give up or get stagnant because I'm in a place where things are are very difficult right now or I'm struggling or or there's a lot of adversity and a lot of obstacles and challenges that I didn't expect or it's not going according to my plan. Because that's been a part of my biggest struggle right now is that I'm so I'm struggling because life don't look like I thought it would look right now. It's not going according to my plan. I had a whole different plan in my mind. I had a different plan I was trying to execute. But now where I'm at, where I'm at and what's happening in my life is so polar opposite into the of the thing that I had planned out and mapped out in my mind that I'm struggling because I now I don't even know how to navigate effectively where I'm at because I didn't even prepare for this this wasn't a part of the plan I'm now having to pivot I got to be flexible I'm trying to learn how to navigate this new space because this wasn't what I prepared for so the struggle is real Sometimes life hits us in a way that we never seen it coming. So we're, we weren't prepared for it. And then it hit us and it's a hard blow and it knocks the wind out of us. And then we don't know how to navigate that, right? The struggle is real and that's okay. Don't beat yourself up because you don't have all the answers. Don't beat yourself up if you doubt. Don't beat yourself up if you question, if you question God, if you question your faith. Don't, don't beat yourself up if you start struggling with some unbelief, some doubt because you're human. The goal is to stay the course, to continue to be connected to God if you're a Christian. Continue to pray. Continue to seek him. Continue to worship. Continue to praise. If you're not a a Christian, continue to move forward. If you have to go to therapy, if you have to go to counseling, if you have to talk to someone, if you have to, you know, read books that are self-development, self-help books, you know, encouragement, encourage yourself in whatever way that works for you. Keep doing it. Just don't stop moving forward and don't give up. 
And sometimes the give up is just, is, 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 we give up in our mind. We stop dreaming. Don't stop dreaming. The moment you stop dreaming, you stop moving. Because our, dream our dreams are like fuel, right? They help us to continue to move forward, even in the places of obscurity. Because we're striving towards something. There's this dream, there's this desire, there's this vision that we have that is, that is helping us to um, maintain our momentum. And, to, and, and in those times when we want to give up, we continue to go back to the dream, the vision, the idea, right? The moment you stop dreaming, the moment you uh, that you stop having the vision, that's a dangerous place to be in because you're going to stop moving. And the moment you stop moving, you're going to stop becoming. You're going to stop progressing. You're going to stop healing. You're going to stop becoming whole. You're going to stop redefining your worth. So I just want to say and encourage you all, the struggle is real. Since if you're struggling, you're not the only one. It don't matter what area it is in. It can be big. It can be small. It can be medium. It doesn't matter. The struggle is real no matter what. And when we begin to be more gracious and kind to ourselves and to understand that, hey, I'm going through something right now and it's hard. And stop beating ourselves up and being so critical and comparing ourselves to everybody else. We will get, we will see that we can have joy and we can have peace and we can be happy and we can be grateful even in the midst of the struggle. So I just want to leave that with you all today. Thank you all for stopping in, tuning in here on the Purity After Promiscuity podcast. I love you all. Thank you. Be blessed. The struggle is real, queens. Come on now. How many of us going to be honest? Like, how many of us are bold enough and honest enough to say out our mouths or to say to another person, I'm struggling? Because, see, that takes a lot of strength because we, we, we are in a society where it's all about illusion. It's all about the perception, the persona, right? It's all about what we present to the world. So we may see a lot of people on these different platforms, social medias and media, all that stuff. And we see what they present, right? But we don't see the struggle because a lot of times we want to disassociate from the struggle. We want to seem like we got it all together. And then that creates a false sense of security. It creates a false sense of reality. And it's and then too, what it end up doing, instead of being helpful and instead of encouraging other people who are struggling, then it, it then it becomes more daunting to people who are struggling because then they start to get down on themselves and think, well, I'm, I'm they ain't struggling. Why I'm struggling with this? Because people don't keep it real. This is why people get into marriages. And then when, 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 when they actually have to do marriage, then they're ready to get a divorce and everything fall apart because they didn't realize that marriage is a, it's a journey. It's a process. And you're going to still have struggles. And there, it's and you got to be intentional. It takes work. It's sacrificial. It, you you got to humble yourself. You know that your spouse ain't perfect. They ain't going to be perfect because you said I do ain't going to make them perfect. But then we see all of this stuff that's presented that everything is perfect. Everything is bliss. Oh, my God. Everything is so much love. And see, then you got people. So when they hit the when they start hitting that turbulence, right? 
right? Then they start, they, the first thing they want to do is jump ship. They want to jump off the plane. They want to go ahead and pull that, pull down and that, and jump off and pull that parachute because they were never prepared or they didn't really see a model and to see that it's normal. Turbulence is normal. When you get on that airplane and you start ascending and you're trying to reach that cruising altitude and you experience some turbulence, they, they tell you, the pilot tell you, okay, we're about, you know, we're about we're experiencing turbulence right now it so you're not afraid you don't think that the plane about to go down because you're experiencing a little turbulence that's what happens when we continue to put up these facades for people we give them the false sense of reality that that there's no turbulence so the moment you start flying everything is great the takeoff is strong it's hard you know what i'm saying it's fun you know you feel like you're going up a roller coaster you know that's kind of probably how it is when you experience something new and then you start getting to the place where you need to get to cruise right but in between that cruising altitude and the place where you took off there's some turbulence and so you experience that turbulence the first thing you think it's time to get off because you don't re- recognize that turbulence is a part of the process so i'm like we got to stop doing that we got to start normalizing, keeping it 100. I'm not saying tell all your business. That ain't what you're supposed to do. You got to be wise. You got to be discerning. But come on, like, we got to keep it real. Like, we got to stop faking and making it seem like everything is perfect and everything is all good and there's no struggle because it is. Struggle is a part of the process. Say it with me, y'all. Struggle is a part of the process. If you are doing anything and there hasn't been any type of struggle in it, you need to question what you are doing, who's the source behind it. Because the struggle is a part of the process. Not to say that the struggle has to be intense every time, that it has to be debilitating every time, but there's going to be some struggle. And so the more we normalize that, the more we'll have people able to endure the struggle able to endure the turbulence and not thinking it's time to jump ship just because it's a little because it's a little shaky right now because when you're on that plane when you get through the turbulence it's smooth sailing it feel like you barely even moving you coasting and see some people don't get to that place where they're smooth sailing and coasting because you got off when you experience a little turbulence and if you really want to notice the turbulence don't even last that long but you be cruising for long. And so it's time for us to really be honest with ourselves first and even with others so we can be an encouragement for others to understand that, yeah, there's going to be obstacles. Yeah, there's going to be some turbulence. Yeah, there's going to be, you know, some opposition, but you can get through that. And on the other side of that, you're going to be able to cruise. It's going to be all good. And so we got to we got to be honest, y'all. And we got to know, yes, the struggle is real. We got to acknowledge when we struggling. It's OK. And when we come through that struggle, then we need to turn around and go bring somebody else up. Someone else who may be going through the opposition or the struggle or the, the turbulence. You know, we need to go ahead and testify to encourage them to help build their faith. You know, we need to help them to be able to get through in the same way we did. Right. And then they should go back. And if we keep doing that next thing, you know, we're going to have a community where we're going to be strong. Because the kingdom divided itself against itself won't stand united. We we stand. Right. So, you know, that's just my spiel for today's episode. Thank you for joining in, tuning in on the Purity After Promiscuity podcast, where we are redefining a a woman's worth. I'm your host, Janelle Renee. I thank you all, queens. You guys are so amazing. Continue to um, share, continue to like, 
um, the podcast. Um, if you want to reach out to me, you can hit me up on Instagram at Janelle Renee underscore one, or you can email me at purity after promiscuity at gmail.com. As always, until we meet again, just know your past does not define you. It develops you and you are worthy.